Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hey everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast that discusses primarily G.I. Joe the movie in thirds with the second part being this episode. No. No. This is <laughs> every everyone is going to turn knowing this off now. Season 3. <laughs> At what point of... did you become purred happily? <laughs> From Parks and Rec? Oh, I don't I don't the I don't watch a lot of Parks and Rec. Mm. I'll see myself out. <laughs> <sighs> Welcome to Knowing Season 3, the show that goes through all of Parks and Rec, starting with season 2 and then we make it all the way through and then go back and take in season one as just sort of like a bonus thing well that's sort of what we did with with knowing is you know the podcast <laughs> we had to change our name legally for one year oh really? uh, yeah uh, con- contract disputes over leaving a certain podcast network after certain allegations uh, mm. about the people who ran said network came mm. to light mm. okay without saying too much i think that's the Guy was digest version. That guy was perv, and we had to go. Yeah. That's the gist Shocker. of it. Yeah, <laughs> dude in Hollywood. Yeah, whoa. What? Um, yes, and so we are officially knowing season three for one year until we get our name back. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. Now know what's going on. Woo-hoo. Uh, I am Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Clark. I'm Gina Polito. And we are joined with a very special guest for part two of our G.I. Joe the Movie Extravaganza, Jillian Saint of the Color Collective at the Pack Theater. Say hi, hi please. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Now, Jillian, uh, what is your experience with G.I. Joe before you walked into the studio today? <laughs> um, my childhood. I was not one with Barbies. Okay. I was all about uh, G.I. Joe, uh, DC and Marvel, a lot of uh comic card changing but uh, awesome. i um my love for gi joe i guess got uh rewinded uh like decades later when they started doing those e-bombs world spoofs of the, the cartoons PSAs. and yep. kind of bringing that back uh-huh. to the, life the with special everybody. psas that yeah, got out to youtubes like, you, that you forgot about and you're like oh my god yeah. so uh i like that that nowadays a lot of stuff from my childhood is kind of like getting remade or revamped or da, da, da. some of it's awesome some of it not so much but i like the fact that i'm seeing Stuff from my childhood again. What so, do you yeah. think of the new anime Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Wait, the, it's the, the it's divisive. One? 
There's a new one they just kind of announced wait, coming another? out there. Yeah. Oh, and wait. a lot of people have very strong opinions one way or another on. They've it. had so many iterations of that, and the digital animation does not look good. This one to me looks blocky and anime like, like like sloppy is it, anime. Is it digital? It's not like hand drawn. Chan, do you have a picture that maybe we could just, uh, just for my sake? Uh, we don't, don't necessarily have to know. leave this part in. I just I just wanted to. I was just curious. Because there's so many strong opinions, I just I want to know where people are to know what I'm supposed to be feeling. I wasn't aware that this was a thing, to be honest. <laughs> uh, the thing that I like about it is that um, uh, April O'Neil is finally going to be black again, like she was in the original <gasps> comic. She was. Nice. Oh, I didn't know that. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't. Wow, I, don't lo- I don't love what the turtle looks like. I just like that's weird to me. It's a little. It's like uh, Teen Titans. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Oh, he's jacked. Are they still pizza obsessed? Because then, yeah, does he go gluten free? How does he, he maintain that physique? I mean, it's all shell, honestly. Oh, you, you don't think, know what's underneath that. No, his arm, his so arms strong. and abs are. It's like power armor. You know, Gina loves the abs of the uh, anthropomorphic creatures. <laughs> <laughs> That's just where we're gonna go. Give me um, them turtle abs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you watched a lot of GI Joe back in the day. Yeah. Well, how did you feel about the? I'm assuming you haven't seen the movie in a while. No, it's been a while. What do you remember about the movie before coming back to it for the sake of this show? No, not a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> but I, I. Uh, um, I was I was sent a link and went over some stuff and and had uh, some things come back to me as I was watching it. <coughs> um, but it's I, how do I how do I put it? The boy scoutiness that's always present with GI Joe. I'm I'm this kind of always been my thing with GI awesome. Joe. You know, it's like oh, I like that it's always they're trying on to be that. good boys. Yeah, yeah, but and then they're shipwreck. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, but. So, uh, so yeah, I'm excited. That's great. Well, this, well, uh, hopefully that excitement continues because we're going to open up where we left off with part one. Lieutenant Falcon, ladies and gentlemen. Ugh. Lieutenant boy, Falcon oh is on a date. And being that he's an irresponsible asshole, he <laughs> brings his very blonde date in his uh, convertible, her convertible, Ugh. I suppose. Uh, to the Joe base so we can show her around with no supervision and she can take pictures of everything. Oh. Here's the thing. Even if, even if we knew – even if we didn't know that this was an evil person in disguise that is playing his date, I would assume it was an evil person in disguise because no chick is like going in a convertible and going to a military base and being that excited Let's about it. Let me see your secret plans. Also, why is she carrying around a camera on a date <laughs> – like that's super specific Good. to with, be like with never one picture of them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no yeah. selfie yeah. or anything. But also, this is the 1980s. To bring a camera, you had to bring like an entire like mm-hmm. device. It's not just like it's also your phone. Yeah, true. like mm-hmm. you had like this is a full Instamatic that she's got with her, complete potentially with light bu- like uh, light bulbs. It was actually a disc camera. Oh, excuse me. You're right. It was the first digital camera in existence. What? No. What? In 1987, <laughs> disc. Di- no, do you not remember these? No. You know how like uh, <laughs> no, I clearly don't. Like the old cameras had the film that was in the roll, and you put it on, and, that and I it's remember. basically a long string uh-huh, of uh, uh-huh. uh, the disc camera was kind of like a ViewMaster. The uh, film was like uh, on a circular thing, and there were you know there was like film that would. It turn oh. and it would you know expose the film. And that's how old film. people made slideshows. Uh, it is not. <laughs> oh, different device. I'm trying, but no, you're not. I'm trying to. <laughs> no, you're Jan. not. But the uh, what? Yeah, the the big deal about it was that you could get like these sort of flat-ish cameras 
that were you know like an inch thick as opposed to you know like the you know the deep ass cameras. Okay. Um, I remember very specifically because when they came out, I was like. We're living in the future, man. <laughs> Check that shit out. It's it's round. The film is round. The uh, wheel, it's back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was pretty pissed about this uh, character design because I already can't tell these white guy characters apart. So you mean dressing yeah. a white guy just like Flint? Exactly. Yeah. Maybe a problem and the only for you? difference Brown is like he has and... blue eyes. Like, yeah. right? Isn't that I, the only what? difference? I, had, I have never in my life looked at the color of a cartoon character's eyes. The answer is yes. Yeah, what? No yeah. Beautiful blue eyes that I got well, lost in. You need to look in. deep into those peepers <laughs> what? and Why? see their souls, Jan. But, like, on top of everything, Falcon's already getting handsy with this girl, like, at the military base. Like, he yeah. starts rapey, like, oh, yeah. immediately. He, he starts rapey, ends rapey. Oh, yeah. While she has the camera on her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's t- and so uh, uh, Duke shows up, and he's like, yo, this is just. Do I ever need to say anything? You know what's going on right now. You know it's not good. I I feel like I feel like Hawk is a guy that was like, all right, all right. How do I how do you I nail Duke? this down? What or you I mean say? Falcon? Falcon. Okay. Yeah, you said Hawk, who is actually oh. a character. character. You know what I think Polly's problem Bird. is? Birdman. Bird Bird. 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 So here's Michael Keaton's problem. <laughs> Uh, he's like the type of guy that was probably like, all right, I haven't like, I need to like score. Oh, bro. All right. I'll bring her back here. Like yeah, she's going to get, she's going to get super into it. Military base. And then later he's like, this isn't working. So here's my subordinate. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fucking grab her boobies. <laughs> That's that's the plan. Is that, is that what happens? Actual booby grabs? He doesn't grab no. The what he does but... is he slaps her ass. Yeah, that's <laughs> which right. Is... That's right. But like, I think that this all started with him thinking like, I am going to get some action. I am going to show her my military toys and get some action. And then she leaves, and then he's like, ugh. You know, here's another chick. I'll go for her. Her sexuality just needs to be jarred loose. I'll just smack her ass unasked for. That'll probably yeah. work. That usually wakes him up. It gets it going. Also, like someone who's okay, okay, I just figured it out. I just figured it out. I'm Uh-oh. like, you don't smack like a uh, a karate master's ass, no matter what. Um, unless their clothes are already off and you're actually engaged in coitus, you don't do that because, especially, you don't surprise her because she's gonna flip around and fucking kick you in the in the throat and you're yeah. gonna die. Yeah. Um, but then it occurred to me, like as previously, uh, um, uh, determined like a scene ago, she's absolutely nothing when she can see. Correct. She's got to have her uh, blindfold on, otherwise. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. So but- he was like, ah, she doesn't have her blindfold on. I'm gonna <laughs> just. Go to town and yeah, it's not even really sexual assault at this point, right? But I, I also do feel like uh, karate masters probably have have tight buns. Yeah, I'd well, be a little yeah. afraid on multiple levels to smack a karate master's butt. No, like I'm saying, like uh, I bet I bet you that's bet a nice butt. Are you I saying that? I bet it's worth the kick in the throat. Really? <laughs> you're saying that you're advocating the sexual assault? I'm, because I'm not saying that. if she didn't want to be grabbed or slapped, she should have I'm had saying, such a I'm tight saying, butt. I'm saying ask Gina. first. I'm saying ask first, <laughs> then then slap. But I'm just saying, here's, like, if here's, you can yeah, don't, get don't one to slap, slap and then ask afterwards no. if you like it. Yeah. Here's what Falcons know. think. Here's what Falcons no. thinking when you say that. <laughs> Ask first, ask first, ask first, ask first, ask first, ask first, <laughs> smack. This is how we get this sort of abusive behavior, Gina. Gina. I'm 
just saying, they probably do a lot of like upper thigh and butt workouts if they're a karate master. But also, like, uh, can I just say on a separate point, dear God, um, this is what the Gen Xers like myself were raised on to be taught. Like, this is how male female dynamic works. Yeah. Like, we were taught Falcon is a hero. Falcon is a guy who gets the chicks. Why do yeah. you need to be like Falcon in order to get the chicks? He is problematic to say the least. And kind of the same other way with uh, looking at it from women and what what we should be looking for. Like, oh, this is flattering. This is a a, a mm-hmm. positive thing. Oh, he and, tried to rape me. I wonder if he likes me. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess that says a lot about how attractive I am. <laughs> well, he, is, he is kind of a fuck up. Well, yeah. I will I will say this. Like, I I never watched the GI Joe movie when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um. And in the rest of the series, there's not much of this. Usually what happens Very is the fucking Baroness will be a boss uh-huh. and be yes. the only Cobra to get shit done. Uh, Lady That's J true. and Scarlet That's are out true. there kicking ass. And Covergirl like, is also there. Uh, we, we, we're not going to talk about Covergirl. <laughs> <laughs> she does That's not exist. Totally, uh, but yeah, like uh, um, in almost every instance, they're like the badasses. Uh-huh. And it never really occurred to me um, that uh, they would that you would go up and smack any of their asses. No. I wonder if that's why we saw uh, Jinx kick it, kick uh, Beachhead's Beach ass first because yeah. they, if, so that it would like soften it a little bit. Like, oh, she's not a helpless woman. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. If she wanted to, she could stop him from slapping her ass. Yeah. Like, I wonder if that's why they put that first. So Could if be. you're a ninja master, you can't be raped. That's what Gina just said, basically. Uh-huh. Yep. Your body has ways of dealing with that sort of thing. <laughs> Your body has natural moves that it will make to prevent the rape from occurring. <laughs> Thanks, Gina. I feel like, also, like, he should. this is where he should have been fired, right? <laughs> well, yes. Uh, n- not this, in 1985. It, but, but no, no, not, not just for the ass slapping. But, like, he brings a date there who takes pictures and right. then ass slaps. Like, I feel and then, like... Yeah. I feel like the guys would have been like, look, we all want to slap an ass. Duke yeah. does destroy the film, <laughs> but, so they could argue no harm, no foul for getting true. about the old earring cameras. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, part of it is just the fact that all of this happens in a single day. Like, he is just stacking yeah. up offenses. It's yeah, not even like he spreads true. it out. It's just like, I, this grabby grabby didn't work. I'll go grabby grabby over here. <laughs> what? No. What's <laughs> Well, oh, and both times it uh, uh, ended up with uh, our lo- us losing our greatest asset. Uh... Because yeah, this is probably at like eight p.m. on a Thursday night. The battle's happening like at the same time or right around. They bring Serpentor, say at like ten p.m. And by two a.m., Falcon has fucked up and let Serpentor escape in that same night. I never even considered. It's all in one like. All in one arc. All in one day. Yeah. It's, yeah. In, it's, in one, it's in one small period of one day. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. So, Zara- we, it's revealed that the girl is Zorana. Woo! Surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is where we have the famous scene where she's oh, wearing a yeah. bathing suit under her dress. Yeah. To prevent potential accidental nudity from happening yeah. in a cartoon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I, I mean, I can attest to the fact that I always wear a bathing suit yes, under, my, piece, every under time. my dress. Can I say I also, I appreciate Thrasher's sexual harassment here. Only in how it shows how dumb he is. Because they the, the Dreadnoughts know Zorana is coming from her mission undercover uh-huh. to meet 
them at this spot to give them the film. She shows up still with the wig on, and Thrasher still thinks it's right to put his hand on her and sexually harass her. <laughs> it's okay. Zarada has short hair. This woman <laughs> who was driven in a convertible into the middle of the swamp and decided to take a swim with yeah. the alligators is clearly not Zarana. so I am just going <laughs> to... At the exact same time we told Zarana to be at this spot, you know, Zarana, the master of disguise. <laughs> Better hit on this chick. That can't be Zarana. And of course, he gets flipped into the river, and she throws the wig got his head in in a great moment of mirth Mm -hmm. of joy (laughs) um and it's revealed that yes the earring camera does exist we have the film we now what we now know about the bet but they already knew about the bet didn't they fight over the bet because that's what yeah no no this is where serpentor is the bet is a totally separate place that's right this is for the uh the jailbreak of like it's like all of the codes and all of the (laughs) a lot of plates spinning a lot of plans going on at the same time. Which is weird because, like, in theory, the date Serana and Falcon were on was happening simultaneously with the battle where Serpentor got captured. So this is either, like... <laughs> or, or it was, like, or knowing Falcon, he's like, do you want to go on a date? And then she's like, yeah, sure, like, dinner and a movie. And he's like, I was thinking I would buy you one drink and then immediately ask you to come upstairs. <laughs> Maybe it was a five-minute date. He it's, seems like the type of guy that would not play the long game. Well, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be like, it'd be like, oh, thanks for the drink, Falcon. One sip. You ready to go? Yeah, yeah. Like she, she opens the door and he's like, "You look nice. Want to go upstairs?" Yeah, I feel like it's more like, uh, you know, like, "Hey, you look nice." You, oh wow, are you a military man? You know what I've always wanted to do? Have sex in a high security uh, jail on a military base. I guess I'll never have that happen to me. And he's like, oh, whoa, oh, I got this. I got this. Go, go like, I just picture him sitting like dumbfounded for like four seconds and suddenly like lightning strikes his yeah. head. Oh, yeah. hold on a sec. Yeah. The tone's back that way. Yeah, one of those moments. Yeah, I feel like it was like yeah. battle. Serpentor gets re- like gets captured, let's say, at like 8 p.m. Oh. At 8.01, uh, they go on this date. On she's date. like, well, we got to rescue Serpentor. Put a wig on. Well, maybe it's just part. Maybe they're date. just mixing ops. Maybe like she was just the thing with Falcon. They were going to find a way to fuck Falcon up, you uh-huh. know, and use him to get whatever they need. And oh, by the way, he happens to be where Serpentor is being held captured. Oh. Zorana being smart like she is. Is, is like, yo. I can pull double duty. Yeah. Maybe it was a real date before this happened, guys. Maybe, oh, they, yeah. were, maybe they were met on a nice dating app and she was actually really mm-hmm. excited about him. Mm-hmm. And it, it you, know, you know how Tinder in 1985 was a big deal. <laughs> it also makes sense because people on those apps never look like what they're supposed to. <laughs> I'm scared. I, I got to try those apps eventually before I die. Uh, I'm I just feel like it would be as, I, me being very. Um, of a novice with social media uh-huh. and, and having never done any of those dating apps, I'm there's a good chunk of me that's just convinced it's just gonna be dick pics. Just every oh. profile, every message, Probably everything. That. I feel like I feel like Bumble is the one to try if you're a novice because that's the one where once you match, they cannot message you until you message them. For women. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> you so I feel make like sure it cuts down on the dick pics because they're not getting they're not able to send messages out, so they have to be really selective with what they say. But gotcha. make sure your first message to that guy is, is uh, send me a dick, dick pic, pic because yeah. that's what you're going to get one way or the other. Oh, you might I was well thinking make, it make your first message an actual dick pic, oh, a pic and just be dick. like, it's not mine, but uh, <laughs> you, know. you know of. But beat them to the punch. I'll just send yeah, them yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a little icebreaker. A little uh, dick breaker. A little dick breaker. But I love in these worlds where it's like, while there's 
something uh, very kind of climactic and central to the plot happening. There's also a date happening. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and meanwhile, at this time, on the other side of, you know, Hilldale, there's like a hot date happening at the exact same mm-hmm. time, uh, which gives me a little bit of a complex because, like, every time I'm on a date, I'm a little afraid that there's something, like, there's a mission? terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> something awful happening right now, guys. <laughs> I don't know what. But it's going to come crashing right through that window any second. Dr. Octopus <laughs> is going to come in. But how I date with this man oh. is going to make or break the future. That would, that, would be, that would be the best date that I ever went on. If ninjas burst into a restaurant while I was on a date, I would be like, yep, we should get married. I think this is a sign. Seal the deal right here on yeah. the table. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if there's ever a future where I'm back on the market and I'm using those, uh, those dating apps, I would 100% swipe right on the profile pic that came up as Zorana because you like swipe and then like you would show up and it would be someone who looked completely different. You'd be like, that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Zorana is obviously going to be in this costume. Is, yeah. So, this or Baroness. Baroness well, yeah. The problem is, is when you, you swipe right on the Baroness and then she shows up as Arnold, the cameraman. <laughs> And you're like, I'm confused, but let's do it anyway. This, this is the one outfit I didn't want. <laughs> I was hoping for, at least. But, uh, you know, give it a try. You never know. We can make this work. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so Serpentor is now in space jail. Basically, he's in the laser jail. Uh-huh. I love this. It always affected me that he his reaction is to pick up his pillow and throw it and have it explode at the lasers. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know why that is so impactful for me, but if ever I ended up in a laser jail, that is absolutely the first thing no, I'm going to do. No, then you don't have a pillow. No. Yeah, Serpentor yeah. don't need a pillow. He's got those snakes that he can squish it because they didn't take his outfit away from him. I mean. His dangerous thrown snakes that kill people. That's still part of the deal. I feel like if you have a prison pillow, you hold on onto that prison pillow. Mm, you know, you know where that prison pillow's been and what it's been a part of. I, I think it's better destroyed. <laughs> I think I think we care less about where it's been and more about where it might be. Oh. That's why we're going to hang on to Fair it. GI <laughs> <laughs> uh. Joe will return after these messages. You're looking at Cobra's new supersonic jet, the Raven. Cobra Raven, Cobra Raven. There's no haven from the Cobra Raven. Two jet engines, a drop-down cockpit, a hidden bomb port. Now you know it's got twin rear guns and a one-man drone. And it's on the lookout for G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Live the adventure of G.I. Joe. Cobra Raven comes with what you see here. Other figures sold separately. Joe, Joe. Back to G.I. Joe. This is the part. Falcon is supposed to be on guard duty. Mm. Now, why you only have a base of this stature, just one guard, watching overnight? There are four. There's the three Joes inside. Okay, excuse uh, me. Yes. They were supposed to get that heads up, you know, long before. Yeah, uh, the ones so in the chamber. But I'm saying, yeah. like, you don't have one guy watching the monitors. What happens if he, you know... Tries to rape somebody in the in the docking bay. Well, they uh, know now, Ray. <laughs> because Falcon disappears from his post and he creeps on Jinx. He comes up mm. from behind her. He does the ass slap. He grabs mm. her by like the arm and like p- pulls her around. And I'm just like, oh no! Oh, I would. No, what if Falcon. what if like he wasn't? What if he didn't like leave leave to molest? What if he just like had to take a poop? <laughs> Like who's who's is there a backup monitor guy? Like is he like, hey man, I gotta take poop. I don't want to feel rushed. He did he, he breaks people. Oh, there is. poop before he uh, started hitting on Jinx or after? Was he like thinking like I, I will? I don't know. Smack her butt and then I will poop afterwards. You know what? Maybe he got up to poop and then was and like, then he saw you know what? I don't have to poop as much as I thought I did, but I'm but right here, next to the bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Let's go try to let's go I'm, slap I'm her in the butt. I'm just saying all he had to do was like say like say to someone like, "Hey, I either need to go poop or slap a butt." <laughs> Uh, either way, it's going to take a little time. Can you just watch these screens to make sure that Serpentor does not escape? <laughs> that's all he had to say. Yeah. I mean, that's what a responsible Joe would do. Clearly not. If that was not, my job, I would I would be have a poop cover. But guys, <laughs> and, and the most problematic thing of the whole deal is all this really awful stuff he's doing to Jinx works. Because by the end of the movie, she's I making mean, out with him. And that is the weirdest coupling at the end of the movie. <laughs> it, there's yeah. no, no I, It's like, we're together now. There's no heat <laughs> at all the no, entire it, movie. Do, it doesn't even show it happened. It's just like it goes from like ass slap to her, to her being mad at him. And then at the end, they're like, we saved the day. You're my girlfriend now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they added that on along with the uh, yeah. Duke's out of his coma. He's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I, is there anything else we want to just like slide in here right at the end? I think. <laughs> they watched it back and they're like, ooh, uh, this guy's kind of gross to this girl whose ass he slapped. Can we fix that? Well, if we take it out, it'll be short. Can we just like cover it by like, her, she becomes his girlfriend. And then whatever <laughs> he did to her before that is fine. Yeah. That gonna, you're, they sure slotted it happened. in there at the end. I love the idea of the extended cut G.I. Joe movie with all the reveals of specific character arcs happening <laughs> all in VO over the pan away. Like Lady <laughs> J just being like, it's a pink line. <laughs> and it's just one after another. <laughs> just coming through. Just like a 30 Joes I gotta go through. Just, Snake Eyes, were you in Bermuda the whole time? <laughs> oh, well that explains everything. It, it finally ends with Major Blood landing the glider. <laughs> the opening five seconds of the movie. <laughs> like, this is what I want out of my G.I. Joe. Um, okay, so uh, there's a cool little bit that happens though through the rape scene where Falcon is talking through how a, a, a theoretical Cobra group yep. would theoretically invade the base meanwhile juxtaposed with Cobra doing all the things that right. he said that they would be doing wait this is what Falcon is saying to Jinx yes. while he's yeah. slapping her butt Jinx is like yo can't Cobra just invade the base he's like unlikely if Cobra was going to invade the base right now they'd have to do A B C D oh. so it doesn't even matter that I'm not watching right now if I was Jinx I would immediately be like tell a hundred percent of people i would send out a mass email to the entire company and be like i told that asshole this is going to happen he also slapped my butt feel like these are these are both very serious i just want to point point out that i was right i was right cc everyone at the company also also yeah that alarm starts going off after all of the stuff he said oh brother you are bad luck like blaming it's her, yeah. Oh. yeah, it smacks her butt, ignores her when she's like, "Oh, we might get invaded," and then blames her. Mm. To, be, hate fa- this to guy. be fair, I really though, hate this guy. We were warned this by the current president of the United States, <laughs> who once said something to the effect of, "What do you expect when you let men and women uh, serve together? Uh, There's going to be butt slapping oh, in the cargo in the bay." Mm. Mm. <laughs> he was right because his only military experience was watching GI Joe the movie. <laughs> He's going to use this as proof that just explains. like just like he's going to use that rat guy as as proof that people are sneaking into the country <gasps> that's right, no, that's right. Right. he's going to use I this as proof there are that Trinidadian Chinese people coming over coming from the over Caribbean from the, yeah, he's tunnels that every time he like the, says something the ocean a, I am sick and tired of Big Lob taking a knee <laughs> at every obstacle course it a, is a disgusting going to like ask him a follow up question about like hey are, are you really saying that men and women can't serve together in the military and he's like, uh, you tell me. I have here a documentary. 
<laughs> Sir, that's a cartoon. Uh, is it? No. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes to all of the above, just for the record. Um, so, okay. So now all of a sudden the alarm goes off. And uh, G.I. Joe is about to start waking up, but the alarm hasn't quite gone off yet because um, the three Joes are in there. What is it? It's Gung Ho, Alpine, and Bazooka are the three Joes. And there's three capable, well, mm-hmm. two capable Joes and Bazooka. <laughs> um, he's capable. He's just very stupid. I'd have to get past three of our best guys. I mean, the uh, best. The best. Uh, three of uh, the best. Uh, the three know. of the best. Yeah. Three. Yeah. I mean, three all of. Joes are great. Yeah. Let's start there. They're yeah. all great. He's not saying, like, the absolute three best. He's like, they're in the top 50. Dude, if you had put one low light in that room, not a single Cobra gets in the room because they're shot in the face the second yeah. they put their head through the grave. They are, yeah. They yeah, are, they are dead. Fair. But also, he, no, but he worked out his dad issues. So now is he less deadly? Unquestionably, a because yeah. at the end of the scene, mm-hmm. um, uh, who's a Flint says, like, get him out of here. And Lowlight is one of the guys that takes him away. So he was on the base the entire time. Lord knows what he was doing when the alarms yeah. were going off. But, you know, he likes to stay in trees just on the perimeter. And But it's true. He didn't <laughs> see Cobra coming in. But I feel like he's in. less deadly now that he worked through all of his baggage That's with his point. dad. You know, Lowlight, just uh, maybe retire. Yeah, have, or like, or anymore. dredge up all those uh, weird abusive oh, dad memories that you had again. And With the rat cars. <laughs> there, that was the mo- that was a very disturbing terrible. episode. Uh, not terrible, terrifying episode. Amazing. Yeah. Episode. Um, okay. So there's a cool action scene that happens. Nemesis Enforcer starts wailing on all three of the Joes. Uh, Bazooka's trying his hardest. God bless him. And it just doesn't matter. Uh, he gets shit knocked right in the face. Uh, and they, and he, there's a really cool, like, I don't know. I wouldn't compare it to Mad Max Fury Road. But they really, like, tell a story through action instead of words. Mm. Where they're like, yo, we got to set off the alarm to let the Joes know the invasion's happening. Pan over. Mm-hmm. The wire's clipped. We have to unclip the wire. So there's the one guy diving while the other two are running interference. Mm. And it's like a well... Good job, Buzz Dixon. It's mm-hmm. a well-thought-out action scene where all the actions have consequences and people are doing things to do a certain yeah. point. Well, this and is also Buzz's bread yeah, that's great. This is like Buzz's bread and butter yes. because he always told us that he would write action sequences that were too long. Right. And so now it's like, yeah, I got a two-hour movie, bitch. <laughs> we're, we're doing all the shit yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you need a 15-minute action sequence? I'm on it. You need face huggers? <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, yes. And so there's a really cool bit that happens there. Gung-Ho finally, like in the moment of heroism, turns the alarm on, uh-huh. which then alerts the entire base. The entire base wakes up and gets just wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> like, they get destroyed by Cobra Law. Which is, I mean, they deserve it because there was a fucking firefight going on in the middle of their base. <laughs> and, didn't wake and everyone up. was, yeah, I was like, <laughs> meh, I'm playing video games still. To be fair, though, like, if I was actually in a dead sleep and someone alerted me to something, like, anytime I'm in a dead sleep and the UPS guy comes, I'm like, what? What do I do? Oh, my God. I don't know. Gina, the UPS guy I comes at, like, two swinging. in the afternoon. <laughs> no, my UPS guy has come early. Like, I'm just saying, like... like... 12.30? <laughs> but I would, like, if he was not a UPS guy, if he was a Cobra soldier, I would be dead. Oh, my God, it was a Crimson Guardsman. Yeah, like, no. Don't like, accept that package. If Nemesis Enforcer shows up to deliver you the UPS... <laughs> Then yeah, you you deserve to be a little frightened. Yo, I mean, <laughs> discombobulated. Shane, he needs a job now. I mean, he's trying to get his life together. <laughs> yeah. He's being responsible. He can use he can use those talents to open the tape on the packages. <laughs> yeah, like he's you know he can only get so many hours driving for Lyft and Uber. <laughs> and not only that, he can deliver by by land and air. <laughs> yeah. So I think this holds up. Is that what Uber X is? I've never 
<laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Just flies you. It's just Nemesis places. Enforcer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving forward, uh, Serpentor gets, gets gets rescued by Cobra. Uh, Nemesis Enforcers wings shield lasers, which is at a plot point in like three or four different scenes where he has to protect Serpentor from lasers, yep. including using them to stop the lasers on the jail cell. Mm-hmm. So maybe you know, you know, bars they work. <laughs> I mean, no, they don't. I guess Nemesis Enforcer would rip through the bars ten times faster than yeah. those lasers. If they could get through all of that concrete and that uh, crazy plastic and all that, then yeah, just give lasers a try, maybe. Yeah. But also, they should really like get on his, uh, like on whatever the science is that made that shield happen, mm. because like they they should all just make their. Since they only fight with lasers, it would be handy to have a suit. That lasers cannot penetrate is yeah. all I'm saying. Sure, but lasers just make you sleepy. <laughs> We've established that's true. that before. That's true. <laughs> um, okay. I think maybe pillows would be the answer. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've already just established pillows. in the battle between pillows and lasers. But, lasers win. <laughs> but the dependency on the pillows. Yeah, you know, like actually, <laughs> I, fear. maybe Superman would have stayed in his cell if he had a good, comfy pillow. Maybe he would have been like, oh, maybe, yeah, get some guys. memory foam shit. Yeah, he's, like, he's not going to throw that into the lasers. In what if they just put him in a pillow fort? Could he have even right? escaped? Oh, just, yeah. Too comfy. Just, yeah. Guys, I don't want to leave. He's just sleeping and sucking his thumb. <laughs> With oh, the ultimate little serpentor. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So they decide, hey, hey, uh, hey Falcon, can't help but notice Cobra just invaded the base that you were supposed to be watching security for. Where were you? Oh, I was, you know, hitting on this chick. Did oh. you have a date like an hour ago with a different chick? I did. I did. Yes. Yes, oh, I did. Am I the one being investigated here? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought like I I thought we were all cool. Okay. Is all I'm saying. Uh, I thought, I'm sorry. Is this not 1987? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. So they, they take Falcon away. Uh, get him out of my sight. You yeah. know, get him ready for the court martial like tomorrow morning. You know? I hope that the court, or it would be great if like they court martial him and they're like, you are sentenced to like. 90 butt slaps from every dude in a row oh, until damn. you're it's like it's like paddling but like with an open palm every soldier on G.I. Joe just slaps his butt wow oh, they're like how does this feel how does this feel and he's like not good I have low self esteem now <laughs> I don't know where to go with that you know, that's, I'm just saying it's an appropriate it's an appropriate there. punishment it is an appropriate punishment <laughs> So let's go to Cobra Law, everybody. Uh, where we, we we get the and this is where it really like starts to settle in. Cobra Law uses bugs for everything. You got your larval blimp with the cool ass control wires. Yep. Uh, that was larval neat. blimp is probably the grossest word I've heard today. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, can you take a look at my back and tell me if that's a larval blimp? Jane, I got bad news. You got larval blimps. <laughs> no, I was so careful. <laughs> Damn it! I want to know and both don't want to know exactly what you think a larval blimp is in that context. You don't want to know. I don't want to know. Thank you. Um, they got the red beetle carpet. Yeah, I still cool. want to know when he steps on them, are they strong enough to support him, or is yeah. he crunching the beetle? No, they are no. because they don't even move. Okay. Yeah, and you would have heard like you know. All right, like, they're like uh, cobblestone. Okay. Isn't it like I'm ants board, can like tie together to like create stronger bonds that's by like true. grabbing each other, that's and they can, yeah. like it's really strong to survive okay. floods and stuff. And so do that's you think they also things. eat the bugs? Like, is that their food source? Because you can eat bugs. I have to imagine they also eat the bugs. Oh, I feel like there's something weird about that. 
Yeah, well, no, they're not themselves bugs. They're reptiles, so they would eat bugs anyway. Yeah, it just seems like weird to like use them as like my chair is made of bugs. Yeah. We also eat bugs. Oh, sure, but the Flintstones is totally normal. <laughs> I'll sit in a pelican's mouth. That's not weird. But if a bug chair happens, gross. Uh, but uh, that pelican said. It's a living. It's a living. <laughs> so we know he was being compensated. Maybe not great, but enough to make a living. He was being paid. Yeah. So what you're saying is you want that little four-headed snake that chews through fences <laughs> to be like, how, you know, like, that seems rough that uh, Python would just throw you at an electrical fence and expect you to chew through it. And the snakes would be like, it's a living. <laughs> I mean, times I think, four because all four of them would yeah. confirm right. that in fact they do it in a round. I uh, mean, I think it's like it's I think it's like it's he's got he's got like other like a four headed snake wife at home, <laughs> some four headed snake babies, and he's well, like you know we've what? already when established was... that there's no butthole. So how <laughs> would Mister Four Headed Snake and Mrs. Four Headed Snake? Have sex to have the baby. I feel like they didn't have sex. They just like cut one of their snake heads off and then like grew a little baby with four heads from that part of themselves that they cut off. Dude, that holds up. Yeah, it's like an octopus. Then they only have three heads, so obviously they didn't have no, a baby. Their own head grew up, grew back. It grows back, Chan. Yeah, don't be weird about it. They cut off part of themselves, grow back the other part, and then grow a baby out of the part that they cut off. I mean, this is how everybody does it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. This is Procreation 101. I... When my parents had to talk with me, they distinctly said all of this. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, the period uh, during which my wife was pregnant, kind of a blur. <laughs> I don't really remember how it started. I don't remember how it ended. Currently, we're in the screaming phase, so this is all kind of a blur. Um I can't. I. I don't have. Yeah. The Chan, you don't data re- to to prove you wrong. You don't remember the three months where you were missing a leg? <laughs> oh, but that sounds about right. Oh. Okay. No. No. We're feels... good. We're good. No, that didn't happen. I remember a lot of hopping. <laughs> Maybe don't check your Facebook memories. Uh, uh. Just put it out there. Um, we also meet one of the best characters of the movie. We meet Burgess Meredith is Galobulus. I had no idea he was in this movie, and he is so great in everything. <laughs> Except, as I said, well, when we, we live streamed it, I kept wanting him to break his glasses and say, "No, there was time now, <laughs> time enough at last." And it's I would, not of course, fair. I take the other side where I wanted him to pull out an umbrella and be like, "Falcon, I'll get you." <laughs> <laughs> And He's Chan great. just wanted him to uh, hold up hunks of meat for Sir Pentor to punch. Yeah. No. Rock, you got this, Rock. <laughs> cut, cut me, Globulus. Cut me. Cut me, Globulus. Mm-hmm. That would be from. Yep. Okay. So this is where we now, we're going to get a lot of backstory here. This is the trial of Cobra Commander. Mm. And it kind of, it's like a parallel world because the trial of Cobra Commander happens kind of simultaneously with the trial of Lieutenant Falcon. So this is a yin and yang, the departed style. Ah. Right. Although sadly, uh, Falcon was not in a clam jail. Like, I uh, wish he so, had been. Right? But couldn't you argue that Falcon's in a personal clam jail at any given time? <laughs> I mean, like, how does, how does clam jail, clam jail... Clam jail. <laughs> How does that go to bugs? Like, shouldn't it have been a bug jail thing? I don't think there's a bug in the shape of a clam, though, is there? Like, but, uh, yeah, I guess not. I mean... You say lower organisms, you know, and it all fits together. Yeah. I was just like, oh, this isn't... Now they're mixing sea life with <laughs> bug life. And... Now they're just getting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Pixar would not have made that mistake. <laughs> 
Well, we, we get through the trial. Basically, Cobra Commander, you know, you have failed in all your missions. You're supposed to take over the world by now. What up, dude? Like, how, how many resources we got to throw at you before we have to finally just, like, be, yo, it's not working. Um, so we also learn the entire story of Cobra Law. It's an ancient civilization that predates, like, a cavemen, and it's existed on Earth in the Himalayas, and they are bug pe- Well, they're not, you know, they represent bug people, but they're, like, blue humanoids who have advanced science, um, uh, didn't build spaceships, you know, just... Just like had a long time, like forced bugs to do shit for them. That's the most advanced. That's society. the most advanced they got. Maybe they're not as advanced as I'm giving you credit for. <laughs> yeah, um, we are super advanced. We use insects to brush our teeth. Did you? Why don't you just use a toothbrush? You shut up. We're advanced. <laughs> we're advanced. I, 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 I honestly like that. It makes sense <laughs> that you would, uh, if you're. Technology was based uh, in organic matter mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that, you know, like, uh, I mean, honestly, you don't need to leave the planet if you're not fucking the planet up. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to get off the planet now because we're destroying it and we've got to stay just like one step ahead of the shit pile that we're leaving behind us. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas they're like uh, who probably living in some sort of harmony with the Earth. Otherwise, Wait, so if we let Cobra Law survive, yep. we could have solved global warming, is what you're saying? <gasps> oh, global with, warming would not have been a problem in the first place. Now, granted, also, there's no like Uh-oh. people anymore. <laughs> like That is that is the end game of Earth, everybody. <laughs> Spoiler alert, yeah. no more people. That's uh, how it's going to achieve balance again. We've all seen M. Night Shyamalan's The Happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, here's the thing. For realsies, I feel like uh, the entire point of our existence as a species is to create uh, self-perpetuating robots that would become a new race in and of themselves that would then leave us behind Wait a minute. as Wait, we... Are you saying the Terminators are the good guys? Uh, I'm saying that they're what's next. <laughs> okay. I, like, I, I, like, I had cool a kid. That. I have a kid. I'm going to die eventually, and my kid is going to live on. Mm-hmm. Like, the mm-hmm. robots are our species' kids, and we're going to die, and they're going to live on. So, sort of like the way uh, uh, Full House begat Fuller House. Yeah. Nobody really wanted it to happen, but it was going to, so we <laughs> might as well embrace it. I don't want to agree with you, but the way that you framed it, yes, you're correct. 100%. <laughs> Guys, I got a new ringtone. <laughs> Um, okay, we also learned about Cobra Commander and his backstory, which I thought he was thousands of years old. But I guess, you know, last episode, uh, I was schooled on that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like he's an older being. I feel like these are creatures that live longer than normal human yeah, lives. Yeah, absolutely. But Cobra Commander um, it was a student, and he had the, the spores blow up in his face, creating all the eyeballs on him, which is why he's ugly, which is why he wears the masks all the time, mm-hmm. and which is why when Destro watched him eat, Cobra Commander found it hilarious, and Destro was like, yo, dog, just don't. I, 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 you got to put a sock on the door or something. Like, I can't. <laughs> I don't want to walk in here when that's Put going a sock on. on the door. Um, so yeah, and then we find out the big plan of Cobra Law because why not? We're here. We're giving exposition. We're going to give all the exposition, mm-hmm. and so we're going to shoot the spores into the Earth, uh, Earth's uh, low orbit, and then we're going to zap them with the BET network, <laughs> and then we're going to create monster people and take over the world. I would like, yeah, I I would be on board with this, especially if I was like eighty. I'd be like, I'm all right. I've, this is fine with I me. I need to see something else before I go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, this is the attitude of no. This is the attitude of baby boomers now. To be fair, <laughs> that's, um, true. that's true. Well, we're all not going to be here. Who gives a shit? <laughs> see what happens? 
Yeah. My kid's safe in Cobra Law. <laughs> yeah. What do I care? My kid's brushing his teeth with bugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, ultimately uh, we head towards the, the punishment of Cobra Commander, which is never this – is a, this is a scary scene, man. This is unnerving to me. I think when, when the monster, when the villain is bio-organic, I find it ten times scarier than anything like with like a wall between you mm. because you can't get organic shit out of you. Like once it attaches yeah. to your DNA, like you are done. You, it's not like uh, it's not like you can like kill the robot and the threat. But maybe you like mu- mutate into something cooler, which is what I would hope for. Do you think I, I mutate into Hugh Jackman? No, I think you would just be like a more annoying version of yourself. <laughs> but like maybe your tongue is like super long and forked. Okay, no, there we go. Okay, I, I'm waiting for the payoff. Um, <laughs> Like, you wouldn't have to, like, you could, like, eat chips from the bowl if the bowl is, like, over there. Oh, my God. See, I'd be happy with a power like that. Like, just some very small little just-for-me power. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, could I just make sure I get it before the Super Bowl? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Also, I I feel like the other benefit is, like, if you spill a food, your tongue might be able to catch it before it hits the floor. I like this plan. Mm-hmm. Also, I could, but I could also do that right now if I grew my beard out long enough, <laughs> and I did the, one of those beard nets that some guys do uh-huh, to catch uh-huh. the crumbs. A, a beard bowl. A beard bowl. <laughs> I mean, uh, the internet has spoken, and they said they expected more beard out of you. So <laughs> they did. Really? I should never have shaved before our live stream. I shaved it down to a little bit, you know, less than this, and people were like, mm, "I thought Ray had a beard." It's just yeah, like, people were, were not you before. Not it was not. It was it not was, like you were it not was like this, it. But more unkempt. Okay, like, they, they wanted was. the unkemptness. People, people like the 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 wild Ray. Yeah, they were like he has way less beard than I expected. Kempt Ray is not anybody's. But favorite. I'm also not unconvinced that they thought Steve Moulton was me because <laughs> you three were on the couch together and I was in the chair. And I'm wondering because we're both true. tall white dudes with beards and glasses. <laughs> yeah, uh, very that true. Many yeah. of our viewers just didn't know the difference, and so I was off basically half off camera most of the time. So they just yeah. assumed that Steve was me, and maybe they thought his beard didn't match up. As long that's as what I'm telling myself. Right <laughs> as long as they didn't assume I was you, I'm fine with everything. That'd be a hard pull. <laughs> I would just say. <laughs> Wow, Ray looks a lot stronger than I thought. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but with the with the like the quote unquote bio powers that you're talking about, I yes. agree with that. Like I could, I, that would be the end all be all for me. Yeah, because I, any type of like action movies or stuff where where I legitimately get frightened or things like Invasion of the Body Snatchers or something uh-huh. where it's just things that are just so physically out of your control. The Aliens movies, the way that yeah. they like take over your body and stuff, mm-hmm. and that's way more scary than the Terminator. Well, well because you it's know. also kind of you know they, they have like sexual themes to it for it, it to be like double invasive and, and double threatening for, ev- for everyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. Like the face huggers and like when, when something happens to mm-hmm. you, it's like you're just a ticking time bomb. Like every single time that like Pythona like squeezes a bug and then like the juice comes out and the Cobra soldiers are like screaming and ripping their helmets off. I'm like legitimately like, oh, God damn it. That's upsetting to me. <laughs> like it's just, just like just a, punch a, him in the face and knock him out. It's so much easier that way. Maybe they're just but like, here's the thing. Maybe they don't really know what's going on. Maybe they just like see themselves getting squirted with stuff like but maybe those were like Capri Sunbuns. <laughs> and she's just like ha ha and they're like ah, it must be terrible it must be terrible she's like it's fruit punch and then they taste the fruit punch like it's worse than no, I thought yeah, like, no this is the island punch not the real fruit punch <laughs> uh, why knock off Capri Sun <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah. So his punishment is he's going to get the the just that bowl. It's like it's like a, it's like a bowl of ramen right in Cobra Commander's face, except it's a bug and it shoots the spores and they put his face like right to it, and so pff, he starts mutating immediately. And it's that's upsetting. That's really yeah. I mean, I don't like that very much guys it's just it's it's cool it's great it's good for the story <laughs> scary i don't it, it makes me feel weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is why a lot of people are terrified of tentacle porn for example <laughs> i'm just saying it's a phobia a lot of people have like an official phobia like specifically yeah i've known people that have phobias of tentacles and tentacle porn huh mm-hmm. i mean i'm not well yep. first with either but i I think it yeah. has to do with the little suckers. <laughs> Guys, tentacles are terrifying. Start there. It sounds like you have the opposite of a phobia of tentacle porn. The way you're framing is like a lot of people just are disgusted by tentacle porn. Guys, a lot of p- other people. I, I mean, like, I'm, I'm neutral on tentacle porn and tentacles themselves. Guys, but... there's some people out there who don't like tentacle porn. Weirdos, am I right? Yeah, God, gross. <laughs> what is this world coming to? <laughs> Um, okay, so now we get over to the Lieutenant Falcon is being court-martialed, and I still, I'm sorry, it was explained Hold on to a me. Sec. Yes. I just like the end of that scene. Yes. Uh, it's another one of those build-up moments where Pythona's just being all, like, destiny, and... I like that. It's poetic in its simplicity. <sighs> Trifle melodramatic. <but> instruction. <laughs> awesome. Just Burgess Meredith going... Ugh, actors, am I right? <laughs> um, it's like your friend that's always like trying to convince you to like get like a like a tarot card read or something. It's like, oh, you really need to get this, and you're like, yeah, I mean, it would be fun, and they're like, no, it's like a serious thing. You need to take it seriously. And you're like, Ugh, I, oh, I like, guess, like that kid at the Ouija board. That one kid who was really like into the uh, really into Don't it. Break the circle. Do not. Do break stop the making circle. jokes. <laughs> the ghosts will come if you make jokes. They'll come if you make jokes and also make fun of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why won't women date me? <laughs> and then it starts to move. The Ouija board answers this question. <laughs> you answered your own question. <laughs> Guys, I was there, when that? I was in high school, I got kicked out of an Ouija board thing. For because, making, were you moving for, it? Were you no, moving I it? wasn't even touching it. I was just making jokes and gags. Oh, God. And they were just like, yo, you got to go. You're pissing off the spirits. And I was like, <laughs> oh, on everybody's face. Get out of here. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, I'm sorry. I, that made up thing y'all are pretending is real. I'm making less real for you. Yeah, right. As soon as Ray left, Dopes. they all got to talk to their like long lost dead relatives. L- literally, the ghost of Elvis Presley yeah. then entered the. It was amazing. And they Ray, all Ray said it was a life affirming experience. Ray never got to see it. It's the problem with being a skeptic, guys. I don't get to see the ghosts. <laughs> oh, it sucks. It's a burden. They never visit me. <laughs> Um, so the the court marshal of Lieutenant Falcon and I I said it during the live stream and I got slapped down a little bit but I'm like I'm sorry the fact that Wild Bill is on the panel is (laughs) the fucking greatest thing ever drug addled crazy sadistic violent helicopter pilot Wild Bill but here's the thing I feel like if you can convince him that like look at this look at this jerk (laughs) 
He was slapping asses. He wasn't at his post. Yeah. If you can convince Wild Bill to court-martial someone, like, that guy should be court-martialed. I would say Wild Bill respects the ladies. Remember when he had that date at the dude ranch and he was nothing but a gentleman? Uh, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like So maybe he's, like, sitting on the panel and everyone's like, what's what's he doing here? And he's like, look, I may be on peyote right now. <laughs> like, right I may now. have more shrooms in my system <laughs> than in the entire state of Maine. But he should not lay hands on a woman without her permission. But my mama taught me, respect a lady <laughs> while you're on guard duty Yeah, <laughs> and supposed to be watching the huge prison. Yeah, I feel like none of them care about the sexual assault that the Not guy at all. perpetrated. Yep. I feel like they're just like, yeah, you, oh. you just stuck to slapping asses, but you left your post, man. Yeah. Oh, you're referring to courting, Gina? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, the panel finds Falcon guilty and is like, let me vouch for him. And Duke's like... Yo, let's not, like, literally hang him for treason. We don't want a little sexual assault to ruin his life. (laughs) We don't want him to have to leave the comedy community and move back to Minnesota. (laughs) I mean, come on. You guys, Lieutenant Falcon is a bright future as a swimmer ahead of him. (laughs) Don't let 30 seconds of passion get in the way of such a bright future career. What if he can't be on a Herald team anymore? (laughs) I mean, sure, he sexually assaulted a woman and then the base was attacked and we lost a prisoner and now we're all going to die. But the team. Guys, he's really funny. (laughs) He once wrote for a week on Mad TV. (laughs) Oh, my God. So they decide, half measure, Duke, his half-brother, speaks up for him and says, yo, what if we just send him to Sergeant Slaughter to whip him into shape? Good use of Sergeant Slaughter Mm -hmm, in this mm -hmm. this story uh, where he could have been, like, hard to find a place for. Uh, and also, like, appropriate place for Lieutenant Falcon, because I mean, he's redeemable in the eyes of the, the triumvirate or the panel or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they send him off to Slaughter's Marauders, and I think the way they do it, like, they just take a helicopter and then throw him out of it with no parachute yep. or something. No, he has a parachute. <laughs> yeah, I put that on. What? Why? <laughs> and they dropped him at Slaughter's Marauders, you said? Sergeant Slaughter's crew is called Slaughter's Marauders. Uh, introduced to three more new characters, Gina. No, uh, he has three new, new names. Uh, three new misfits that are uh, joining his crew. We got Mercer, and Mercer is a former Cobra. That's his big thing. Is he was oh. a former Cobra, like a Crimson Guardsman or a soldier or something? I'm sure somebody on the internet will remind me. Uh, but he's a Cobra <laughs> soldier of, of of a low level that uh, quit and joined GI Joe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have Red Bull, who is a I think he's Native Red American. Dog. Red Dog, except for Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I was You're wondering, right. I was like, really? But it's, yeah, the, yeah. But it's the yeah second... he's the one with wings. <laughs> he flies. He's Nemesis Enforcer's uh, enemy. Hold on a sec. Because I, I don't trust you anymore to oh, actually do this. Because there's actually this. destructions. Uh, description. Say hello to Mercer, ex-Cobra Viper who's seen the light. <laughs> then he spits on a scorpion for reasons. Mean. Is that not how you kill scorpions? Uh, pretty, yeah. <laughs> you just spit on them and yeah. they're done. They flip. <laughs> Red Dog booted out a pro football for unnecessary roughness. And he's carrying <laughs> batons. He's, well, he's Native American, for, too, I think. Like, more people of color. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I don't hate that. I mean, I he's just... also the second sports-themed character that we've yeah, added that's... to this, though. Mm-hmm. A basketball player yeah. and a football player, both wearing jerseys, might I add. Yeah. On the nose. That's how it works. If 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 you have ever been in the NFL, you wear jerseys for the uh, rest of your life. Oh, guys, Ray, well, like, were you in the, the NFL? That's correct. Did. Were you in the NFL, Ray? Is I, I that was, why you yeah. constantly wear jerseys? That's correct. Uh, also, <laughs> well, when they made a GI Joe figure for William the Refrigerator Perry, 
wearing a fucking jersey. Yeah. So there it is. Gah! And then he bites that it. Taurus, a circus acrobat with a few loose bats in his big top. And he's the coolest of the three. Taurus, the Russian uh, uh, circus acrobat who's... He definitely, you look at awesome. him and you're like... Yes, that's the body type of an acrobat. The trapeze artists that go flying around. You, you definitely they usually want are very, very muscular. Yeah, muscle and stocky. Bounds. Yeah, stocky. probably like two sixty of solid muscle. That's definitely. correct. They're never thin mm-hmm. and just lean muscle. No, no. Why would you want that as you're flying between trapeze swings? Even though 60 feet in the air. I don't have that body type or the skills, uh, I still want that intro. Yes. <laughs> I still oh, want oh, like yeah. no, a few bats in his big top. Yeah. Uh, why there are bats in a circus uh, big top? Yeah, who knows? You never look with well, the animal in cookies there. in your circus box. Bats. There's dropped peanuts. I feel like, I feel well, like they're, they're a... going after all the dropped peanuts. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> once a bat gets in the circus tent, how does it get out? Yeah, I mean they take down the circus tent so, and kill the bats. Uh, I assume I <laughs> they just take it down. There's just like a bunch of bats all up in the end of it. Just start smacking it with sticks. It's <laughs> just making me think of the circus scene in Batman, and I'm like, how does he get out? He just keeps running at the wall, like, oh, no, what a. Because, you know, they want to fly, fly, I'm fly, Batman. I'm fly Batman. away up, but there's just more tent up. Flap, flap, flap. Yeah, I mean, really, you got to just hold a flap open for Batman and wait until he feels the cool air hit his face. I want that sketch now. He knows that that's where he's got to exit. I want the sketch of Batman sitting on the beam at the very top of it, just as they're tearing down the the three rays. He's like, Harvey, don't. Harvey, stop. (laughs) Well, I just. And <laughs> just can't go anywhere. <laughs> Finally, I can leave. Can someone just like get a broom and sort of, sort of guide Batman to the? <laughs> Come on, Batman! To the to the door! The door! God bless America. Um, I don't even know where we are anymore. Okay, so now we get to uh, back to Cobra Law. Which is a, a G.I. Joe, uh, they're going to throw Cobra Commander in with the Joes to fuck with everybody involved. Mm-hmm. That's like, they're like, let's throw him, like, just kill him. He's, you know, he's mutant snake now. It's, it's, he's terrible. No, let's throw him in with the Joes because that's trolly as shit. You know, it hey, pretty trolly. your greatest mm-hmm. enemy from season one is now a mutant. And we're going to do that to you. Hang out with him for a while. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I feel no. like that is a pretty good plan because they probably know... The G.I. Joes won't kill him. They'll probably, like, keep him in a terrarium, like, at, on the base. And there is nothing more humiliating than, like, a sentient snake man who used to be awesome living at the whim of, like, his his greatest enemies. But, to be fair, that's what happens to Cobra Commander in Operation Dragonfire. He's I thought in he was a, with the he's, other Cobras. Well, he is, but he's in a fish tank. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's living at their whim, and he's, he's the lowest status of the entire organization he founded. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the the Joes would keep him and they would like treat him like kinda nice, but like every time they would leave they would be like, Do you want me to I'm gonna turn on the T V for you? And he's like, Anything but uh the original law and order. You know I like SVU better. And they're like, You're SVU's not shut up, you're not you're still evil. We're gonna put on the original law and order. He's like, No, it's not as good. I don't, I don't like Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> He's so catty. <laughs> I was once a fan. <laughs> I was once a fan. Oh, my goodness. So G.I. Joe, though, because they're Joes and they're awesome, they are just like, yo, it looks like they're about to open this gate. Let's, you know, fuck people up. 
Mm-hmm. So no. they do. Let's, I like when they open the door. Rips. Let's get out. Which is <laughs> he rips a tusk off the wall. That's a living tooth of an actual Aww. creature that he just and he breaks in half and starts wailing on people with it. Awesome. Uh, GI Joe like bursts through. Like Cobra and Law for some reason didn't think this was a possibility. They were just like, well, we cu- captured a bunch of Joes, and if t- two seasons of GI Joe has taught us anything, once Joe is prisoner, you basically don't even have to guard him anymore. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they were kind of right because you're like okay cool escape you're gonna go through the vines yeah and you're gonna get caught so yeah so so, so roadblock ends up uh uh, separated from the group all the other joes get captured by the vines and uh roadblock ends up with cobra commander and he's just like yo uh he doesn't know he's a snake yet he's still like his shirt's bursted open from snakeness but he's still wearing the helmet and this is where Roadblock and Nemesis Enforcer fight each other because mm-hmm. uh, they notice he's broken off in the pack. Nemesis Enforcer opens the fight <laughs> by throwing, you know, mutant dust in his eyes, mm-hmm. which only blinds him. <laughs> yeah, it could have been worse. I yeah. feel like maybe he'll get pink eye in a couple days. Yeah, <laughs> and he'll get better too. Yeah, he just needs some. He just needs some antibiotics. Just get him some like. vegetable soup. <laughs> he'll be fine. Yeah, classic green mist move. Yeah. Okay. Great Muda. Is that what we're saying right now? Like inspired. But also, maybe it would like. Maybe it would just fuck with your head. Because like, I know I would constantly be like, "What was in that? What (laughs) was in that? I'm gonna keep fighting, but now I can't stop thinking about. I got bug stuff in my eyes. Like a pseudo placebo effect. Yeah. Exactly. I think I'm feeling something. Yeah. I'm changing. Am I itchy? Am I itchy? It turns out it was just the toothpaste. Like that's the crazy part of the whole deal. It's just what he happened to have on him at the time. He just come from the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. It was in a hurry. And so uh, 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 Cobra Commander sort of jumps into Roadblock's arm. Roadblock beats up Nemesis Enforcer just enough to get him back. Mm-hmm. And Cobra Commander's like, yo, jump off this cliff, now newly blind guy. Let's jump in this <laughs> three inches of water. <laughs> that will take us away. So and- both of them are paralyzed. <laughs> well, if you're a snake, can you really be paralyzed? Snakes still have spine. I think they could get... Like they still have... if, they, if they have a nervous system, they can get paralyzed. Okay. I just, that would like, be the saddest thing, see a little paralyzed snake. I just picture Cobra Commander, he's like, my legs don't work anymore. And Roblox's like, yo, you don't have legs anymore. Oh, my God. Oh, no, now I have two babies out there I didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. Thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so then they, they float away, and Nemesis Enforcer's like, yeah, fuck it. And he just leaves. He doesn't care anymore. Um, which now takes us, that's basically where we, we end. No. Because the next part is the... Um, Training montage, which we were going to stop before. I mean, there's the... Uh, uh, there's a short scene. There's the... Uh, let's see. He starts saying, I was once a man. Okay. That. So if, oh, we yeah. wanna, if we want to hype on this a little bit more, yes. We have yeah. Roadblock and Cobra. This is kind of a big deal in the movie. This is the part a lot of people remember. Is uh, 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 Cobra Commander is now full snake. Helmet's off. Roadblock doesn't really know what's up because he can't see anymore. Mm-hmm. So you have... in really a cool visual. Mm-hmm. A big, strong Roadblock with a snake wrapped around him. Uh, over his shoulder, the snake is guiding him through Cobra Law to escape, but at the same time has lost his goddamn mind. Mm-hmm. I was once a man! A man! Oh, that made me sad. It gets sadder. He says it about 80 times. Yeah, I was going to say, we put that into our drinking game. Yeah. Every time that, Cobra that'll Commander... That'll get me to get over that, it. I won't be sad. Yeah. He says once a man... We had to drink every time he said it. Every time the words Cobra Law was said, every time he says, I'm once a man, and what was the other one? Uh, I can't remember. Was it somebody gets punched in the face or something? It was it was something to that effect. Those were our three. And we, yeah, we pounded the whole 12-pack of PBR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then there was the breakfast. 
uh, at the slaughterhouse with the big old Flintstone Excuse ribs. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. And then we, they make Falcon clean it up. Yeah. And then I'm sorry. You're right. Because there's a. Tra- okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's a whole training montage that happens where Falcon is training with the other guys and he's becoming one of them and he's becoming tougher and he's becoming dependable and there's no women there. So he doesn't have the urge to hit on anybody. <laughs> yeah. Still, I feel like a dude who's that big of a poon hound is probably looking at the circus guy and going like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's gonna be a while. Might as well hey, just, uh, hey, Taurus, you ever ride a bull? Oh god! <laughs> yeah, he is. He's gonna find the smallest one there. None of them are small. No, yeah, he's gonna have a hard time then. <laughs> um, yeah, so there, there is. You're right. I'm sorry. I totally. I, I got a little ahead. Uh, uh, there is a whole training montage that shows v- Falcon becoming a man, whereas Cobra Commander was once Be a man. A man. <laughs> He's a man. Are you doing Mulan? Something. Yes. Yep. Nice. Nice. <laughs> and that's uh, that's it. And then uh, the uh, they decide they're going to go on a mission. Yeah. They're like, hey, uh, we need you at the Terradrome. Um, yeah, let's t- talk about that briefly because th- uh, they say, okay, we got to get to the Terradrome. There is uh, there's some shit going down. We gotta we gotta we gotta blow it up, and so we're gonna send Slaughter's Marauders on this like Dirty Dozen style suicide mission mm-hmm. because I guess fuck you guys is the answer. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter, one of the most important members of GI Joe, but yeah, send him. And so uh, Falcon, in the dopiest move of the century, and I think this is supposed to make me respect him more. Training, huh? Then why don't we leave our weapons behind and make it really educational? Let's not bring weapons to this mission. (laughs) And who are they trying to prove it to? Nobody else even is going to be aware of this, like, stipulation they put on their own mission. Also, I feel like Sergeant Slaughter should be like, "Mm, I don't think you understand what's going on. (laughs) When I say training mission, I mean, like, you're either going to die or you're not going to die. Yeah. And then, like, we can we call it a training mission, but we don't really mean it's a training mission. Like, you're really going to die. Yeah, like, there's live fire training uh, stuff all the time. So it's kind of funny. Like, yeah, well. Yeah. You're focused on the training part of the sentence, not the mission part of the sentence. Um, we're going into the most hostile enemy base we could possibly find with literally all our enemies. Yeah. And they all have guns. But yeah, you know what, Falcon? Let's do it. Let's just leave all our weapons behind. He's like, yeah. All, all right. Now let's leave all our clothes behind. <laughs> now it's a real training session. Now we're real men. <laughs> yeah. So you guys just all want to pile into one Jeep, right? All, uh, all of us naked dudes, no weapons. we got the leather interior, right? Like, hang out, right? It's all. It's, it's, all it's a training mission, training. right? So we might as well. And, uh, you know, why don't we just... Uh, Guys, well, let's, all, we'll, let's all wear these rubber ball gags in our mouths during the mission, too, so you know we can't communicate yeah. with each other. So That'll you know what, really uh, prove manliness. To make some bo- uh, establish some bonds, we can play truth or dare. You know, just, uh, uh, oh, hey, where'd this canteen come from? You want to just play spin the canteen? Oh, yeah, I'll just kind of loosen up. Uh, Guys, I got some burlap sacks in the corner. Let's just wear those around our legs the entire mission and hop around. That makes us even cooler, right, guys? So we'll be naked wearing a burlap sack. <laughs> They'll never see it coming. <laughs> no weapons. <laughs> to be fair, if I was attacked by that group of guys and they looked like that, I'd be like, 
I surrender? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure Gina, what's happening. I don't get paid enough. Attacked. I'm not sure what's happening, but I give up, I guess. Gina, those are what the guys in your basement are wearing right now, isn't it? Burlap sacks and nothing Burlap else. Burlap sacks, nothing else. No, they're, it, they're dressed according to their training. <laughs> <laughs> so nice polo shirts. Yeah, no, it's like a GI Joe thing where like everyone has their specific uniform that uh, applies to them. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we uh, end with uh, the uh, them hiding away the BET in a in a civilian laboratory. Nobody will think to look for it there, except that uh, Baroness is there, and she gets right. to have her uh, great. Uh, what is it? An Herbal Essences moment? She has oh, a yeah. Royale? What yeah. is the... Her, her Herbal Essence commercial. The, yeah. the, she pulls off the costume and her hair is just flowing. And, and, and she laughing. gives it like a head, a head whip and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's, because it's nice hair. It's yeah. one of those commercials oh, yeah. that you can never unsee is the Herbal Essences commercial where the lady is washing her hair in the bathroom of an airplane making orgasm noises. <laughs> yeah. And the once bathroom you, of an airplane? That yeah, is the that commercial. was one of them. That was one of them. And it is so gross. It's the grossest thing because, ever. Uh, ba- uh, airplane bathrooms are the grossest places ever. And no one would willingly dunk their head in that sink. It's that, hard to ugh. even you can, wash your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let alone your whole head. How is she that flexible that she can stretch to get her head <laughs> yeah. in the sink? Also, you know how they have that sign that's like, please be courteous to the next person and wipe down the basin with your thing. <laughs> People are hearing about Clairol's Herbal Essences Shampoo. <laughs> hearing about the all Why is there an the intercom yeah, in the bathroom? Oh, yeah, Why is she... How do you... Is that J.K. Simmons? This is the most. Is how much people... Hold on. Hold, hold on. Back up. Is this J.K. Simmons? Wait, let's see it. Wait. Love it. Yes. Oh, it is! Yes, it is! That's him! impresses the mirror. Yeah, it's him. I don't think that's him. That's gotta oh, be. Oh, on second thought, maybe not. I, I don't think that's him. Uh, well, it looks a lot like him. But here's him. the deal, Chan. You see why this commercial scarred me. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it. That's that's insane. Oh, I love the... Oh, and she dries her? fully dried. Is that not Kristen is Davis? Not dry, but apparently when she gets out of the bathroom, there's a there's like an old oh, 90s dressing lady. screen that's... Much that's people love their hair. Yeah. The, like yeah. the cockpit. Like there normally is, yeah. Yeah. Could you bring me some of that shampoo? Herbal essence. Why the fuck would the stewardess have herbal essences shampoo? Uh, see, you see things like that, they just never leave you. Oh. Everything they about haunt it you is, like a ghost. From there, it, it was like herbal essence in a courtroom. Where like, yeah, that's right. Herbal essence in a grocery store. It like, started like kind of normal because I think the first one was like a waterfall, and you're like, yeah, sure. That's cool. That's commercial Wide iconography. Open space. That, that correlates with bathing a little. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You can do whatever you want when you're under a waterfall. But if you're in a <laughs> uh, uh, an aer- uh, airplane bathroom, <laughs> I hate them so much. And yeah, I want to know, did she have a pocket hair dryer? I mean, maybe, maybe I, it was just all of her. Chan, you just saw the commercial. Tell us, did she have a pocket yeah, hair dryer? Yeah, what's the I think she hired to J.K. Simmons and it was like... <laughs> 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 Uh, here's the other, that commercial would be from like the 90s. Yeah. So uh, maybe that's not J.K. Simmons because that's what J.K. Simmons looks like now. True, true. And true, maybe true. that's not what he looked like 20 years ago. Dude, J.K. Simmons looked like that since he was 24. You know what? I've seen Oz. You may be right. Um, anyway, guys, that's the end of the episode. Uh, we're going to end on the Baroness in an Herbal Essences in a Bathroom <laughs> Lavatory uh, uh, spot. 
Uh, uh, Jillian, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This was very fun. Any uh, First off, any shows you want to plug real quick for the people at home? Um, uh, yes. Um, I am a writer and performer in The Color Collective, which is a team that uh, you can see at the Pack Theater that also houses so many different teams and shows. Please come check us out. We're on Santa Monica Boulevard in the heart of L.A. Theater Row. Uh, we're near bus stations, metro stations. There's no way you can't get to us. Um, and The Color Collective is having a show tonight at 1030 PM. That's not going to help the people listening at home True. two weeks from now. But, but at least you can hear the energy in my voice yeah, show yeah. Yeah. and know yeah. how good it is and want to catch it again. Well, it's a monthly show, so yeah. uh, it'll come out and you can people Google can it go see every the show. Month. Yeah. And set a calendar. Check us out on Facebook. Yeah. Check out thepack.com. There you well, go. And yeah. any social media for you that you want to share with the people at home? They could follow you on Twitter or what have you? Not at all. Oh, that's Whoa. right. You're so find me at the pack, grid. baby. <laughs> but like, uh, this is a question I have because I have some friends that like get rid of their Facebook and what have you. Mm-hmm. Did what's it like to never get invited to anything? <laughs> uh, I think it feels the same as getting invited to everything. Okay, fair enough. You know, True. Um, yeah, the the result is the same. I'm just gonna stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fair enough. Well, guys, if you want to hit us up on the social medias, you can always hit us up Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast or Patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. If you'd like to get involved in the bonus episodes, the secret vault, all the extra stuff, the find your fate, choose your own adventure, GI Joe books that we did like five of, mm-hmm. lest we forget, those are all in there. Mm-hmm. Lots, I mean, at this point, if you're a new person to the podcast and you just want a trove of lots of content for five bucks, you really can't do any better than uh, uh, hitting us up. So if you like what we do and you want to support us in that way, hit us up at patreon.com slash knowing us half the podcast. Otherwise you can hit us up on Twitter at GI Joe podcast or what the heck our favorite uh, villain Serpentor did become president of the United States in a surprise result of the 2016 election in an alternate universe Mm -hmm. and has been tweeting since inauguration day, 2017, every single day Uh at Prez Serpentor on Twitter. That's Prez with a Z. Prez Serpentor for your uh, for your uh, takes from the alternate Serpentor-led uh, United States of America. Otherwise, you can hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> I am at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And guys, thank you so much. Come on back next week for part three, the finale of G.I. Joe the movie. Is this where we find out if Falcon's a real Falcon? Well, I think in this episode we found out Falcon is, is actually a dude. Oh, uh, but he might unzip his skin and become a real Falcon? <laughs> I mean, based on what we've seen, that is a very real possibility. Exactly. We don't know what happens when the spores hit Falcon. It's true. Guess you're going to have to tune in next week and find (laughs) out, guys. So until next week, let your Falcons be Falcons and your dudes be less like Don Johnson than Lieutenant Falcon. Can we hear some Mike Post music? you no 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 no! don't look over here keep your eyes on the road got something for you take a listen to this 
in the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score Score Bunny. So it's it's a Fire Bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like goal. Like Score Bunny. <laughs> Rad. There's Score Bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think like donuts or something like that. How does he use his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is though, Score Bunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. Oh but my Ash god, is like, Ash is still the main character of the f anime? Yes, where have you been? Yeah, so Ash is like, I'm getting on the train, I'm leaving, Score Bunny. And Score Bunny's like- Is it because like, he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds <laughs> like that? <laughs> Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. <laughs> If you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.